mentioned you're a big Zappa fan. I, I should have worn my Zappa shirt. I'm a uh, huge fan. Huge Zappa fan. Excellent. Yeah. I got to see One Size Fits All live whenever uh, Zappa plays Zappa did it. Dweezil. I mean, those guys. Yeah, 2015. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal, man. Yeah. That was I an saw, awesome tour. It, uh, saw that one at Canyon Club in Calabasas. Nice. I, I saw yeah. Apostrophe at the Music Box. And I saw Roxy and elsewhere at the Roxy. It's a good place to see it. I caught Fort Lauderdale and then they were here in Jacksonville probably a year or so ago. That's right. The land of Tom Petty. Yeah. 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 uh, So Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, I guess. As Dweezil as, um, because Zap is like hailed as a musical genius, you know, Dweezil. Uh, You know, he's keeping it alive. He hits all the notes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he hits all the notes. So he, yeah, I think he's definitely carrying the legacy pretty well. Looks strikingly familiar. So, yeah. Yeah, it sounds great. And he's got great young musicians around him. And Sheila's amazing. Oh, I love yeah. Sheila. She can do it. She can do it all, too. She does do it all. Yeah. Okay. Marina, I, I remember you saying you met Dweezil, but have you met you, the other siblings? I thought you might have said you met Moon Unit, but I'm not sure. No. No, I said uh, Mark Marin dated Moon Unit. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. I knew she was mentioned. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's that was the conversation context yeah. in which she came up. Hard okay. name to forget. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Moon Unit. Moon Unit. <laughs> Gosh, I yeah. yeah Dweezil, the the nurse wouldn't let them name him Dweezil. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. She, they wouldn't put it on the on the birth certificate legally. So um, they had to have a name. So Frank just like named all the people in in his current band. He gave them like five names, Ian, Donald, Calvin, whatever. <laughs> no. I, I when, didn't know when they allow you to not, to not name your kids something. I actually, I'm not sure I, that's legal. That's more of an opinion. So, you know. Well, when yeah. Weasel was five and found out about it, he wanted to get his name legally changed. So they, yeah. they hired a lawyer and changed it to Dweezil. What a cool yeah. five-year-old. I, mean, that's, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. Interesting. Okay. For all um, purposes of anonym- anonymity, is that how you would say it? When I was in sales, I, I did have a client. I won't say her last name, but her first name was Marijuana, legally. Wow. Born that way. So, Because yeah. it's a pretty, <laughs> yeah, it's so. pretty. Marijuana. It is a pretty name. Yeah. Marijuana. But, yeah. It yeah. was uh, letter for letter. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Call her Mary awesome. Jane. Mary yeah, Jane, for sure. Mary Jane, at least. <laughs> Her boyfriend, Peter Parker, was a really nice guy. He was friendly, neighborly. Yeah. So. Peter, Peter, oh, wow. <laughs> I, I do friendly know when, when my aunt was a nursing student back in the, I guess, like, okay, my mom was born in 39. Her mother was, okay. So like in the late 40s, early 50s, when uneducated uh, teenage mothers would come in and ask the wonderfully kind nurses for ideas for names, there are children or women out there in their, I guess, 60s named things like gonorrhea, syphilis, vagina. That's beautiful. Isn't it? Isn't it? It actually has a really elegant elegant uh sound to it so <laughs> okay i want to draw your attention to our wall back what here. do you think this is our we first just added this i went through some records love it in the basement and uh mm-hmm. i found we have a copy of uh whipped cream and other delights uh, oh sweet yeah we got uh, the doors here we got frank sinatra mm-hmm. i got the cover i got the cover for abbey road but it, no album is in it but 
Well, I was yeah. just saying, uh, Abbey Road is iconic. You know, he said, if the record's not in it, you can't display it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. That's probably everybody will know. Everyone knows. It's fake. Yeah. But we were talking about names. And so Rhett has oh. a very distinct name. Well, let's, name, let's, you know? let's start officially. The only other Let me Rhett do I the intro. Okay. Yeah, so let me do the official intro. All right. Okay. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Yeah, Uh Uh-huh. This week, we have Rhett Wicker as our guest and our co-host, Aaron Leckinger, our brother from another mother, (laughs) my brother-in-law from another mother, with us. So thank you very much, and let's get started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Welcome, Rhett. It's good to have you here. Hey, guys. Yeah. Glad to Um, be here. So MT Management sends me stuff all the time you know, different artists under their, um, umbrella. Yeah. And, uh, I listened to, I listened to all of it, you know, there's usually mm-hmm. some samples in there. And when I particularly like something, I ask mm-hmm. Michael if he'll hook me up with that person, see if they come on the show. And that was the instance here mm-hmm. when I went out and looked at uh, some of, uh, Rhett's YouTube stuff. And so I jumped right to the John Prine cover. Yeah, that was <laughs> awesome. That was awesome. Sam Stone, love that song. Yeah, yeah, big, uh, big fan of a lot of the a lot of the classics. You know, singer songwriters, Jim Croce, big fan yeah. there. Oh, so, yeah. have uh, have you ever heard of uh, Rock and Roll Heaven? It's a podcast. They do. I, I haven't. There's our ad. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they did a deep dive into Jim Croce that was like five episodes. Oh my okay. god, that that'd be awesome to hear. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome they to do. hear. I'll definitely. Rock and yeah, roll heaven. They do like deceased re- deceased rock stars or well deceased music yeah, people. Musicians. I mean they do yeah. they really right. dive deep and they do like all across the board different like you know even a few that aren't really like stars but like producer type people. Yeah. yeah. Right yeah, now absolutely. they're in the middle of Michael Jackson that's going to go on forever. Yeah, yeah. that's a yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's a lot, lot to like talk about there. And they haven't even gotten to the 80s yet. <laughs> they're on episode six. I've, and I've got to check that out. Yeah. yeah. We'll send that to you. you, you yeah. You'll definitely enjoy it. Um, yeah. And I know the Wiz yeah. was uh, in the 70s because I started high school in the in 1980. And we went. Never to the, forget. When it was in theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Wiz. We watched it in high school. It was uh, yeah. wonderful. Mr. Scarecrow did a great job. Yeah. Yeah, he did actually. I think he was a pretty good actor, but I think that most of his life he acted in a sense. Well, most of the criticism of that was that Diana Ross was um, a little too old to play Dorothy. Dorothy. Oh yeah, (laughs) but then ridiculous. Well, but but Dorothy was supposed to be nine years old, nine or ten years old. So okay, you know, wasn't 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 what's her name pregnant by the end of. Like shortly after, didn't Liza? Didn't you get pregnant with Liza shortly after that movie was filmed? Probably because she was almost an adult, if not an adult already. It's probably a scarecrow or something. They're all too. They were all too old, but it's acting. <laughs> Very convincing scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, he was good. Yeah. Well, no, well, G- I was gonna, you know, Judy Judy Garland. How old was Judy she Garland. when she played? Well, Dorothy. that's what I was wondering. She, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be, had to be 17, 18. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Right, a we're happy to. Yeah. Happy to have that. Lisa. Might, have, might have even been a little bit older. Yeah, she was um, supposed to be very young, and it, and she was just as tall as some of those some of her companions there, just uh, taller than the Wicked Witch, at least. <laughs> yeah, 
but well, it's hard when you're stuck under a house. Yeah, <laughs> it'll yeah. But this is an exciting really stand up you because you've got an album coming out soon, right? Yeah, yeah. I actually, you, you know, I I've been spending so much time on music that I haven't taken the time to listen to many podcasts recently until you know I got the invitation from you, Phil, and listen to you guys talk about you know the Beatles get back and that whole thing behind behind their story which who doesn't love that story you know but yeah no been working on this album it's been two years in the making just you know trying to fit it in between kids and you know having a regular job (laughs) so it's it's been extremely fun i'm excited to finally get it out there so it's all in the can everything is uh ready to go queued up ready to go then Pretty much, yeah. It's in uh, production, going through some final tweaks, getting the masters done, and then it it should be good to go. You know, New Year's Day it comes with a, a little bit more of a a rock. You know, even like with the the piano feel in it. The I would say it, it's it's pretty diverse. There's a lot of different elements on it, but you know, I would say New Year's Day sets itself apart because the rest of the album has a lot more of like a folk or americana type feeling to it so it was interesting to put that one out as as the first one see the reaction how is the reaction to new year's it's it's been really positive actually within you know for for me you got to set your goal small especially when you're someone who's virtually unheard of so you know carbon footprint all that stuff but in the first week, it got 10,000 views on YouTube. So that was a, a huge accomplishment for me. Nice. My yeah. video before that was uh, like 800 <laughs> yeah. views. Yeah. So definitely, you know, got a, a few more people listening. That's that's important. And that's so definitely sleep it off. Each, each yep, yep, sleep it off. release makes it a little bit bigger. And then they'll go from, you know, hey, you got to check out this song to them looking through your other songs. Yeah. Right. So, and that's yeah. the the goal, you know. I asked you up front if it was okay to play some of your music, but I want to re- ask you again, just you know, make sure. So I don't that it's ever on the recording. <laughs> by uh, you, you can of course play my music, Phil. I'm okay. blushing. All right. Well, I want to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and play New Year's Day right here, mm-hmm. and we're going to come back and talk to Rhett about a little bit more about the album and a little bit more about other stuff. Still around the bend It'll be a new year in a few days Then maybe I can try again No matter how hard I play
dug my happiest grave. I'll give it up in 12 more months. original songs a, a little better than your covers not to say that they're you know that the covers no, that's aren't good. I th- that's good feedback yeah yeah i kind of think your heart's more in your originals maybe oh yeah I mean, without a doubt well i mean there was an audition thing a three-minute audition thing where you did a really nice version of tom petty which tom petty song was it honey that um it was kind of a little bit slower than he released it. You don't know how it feels, I think? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. an older... I, I've done a, a couple. Breakdown. Mar- what is the other one? Mary Jane's Last Dance. There's... Growing up, I, I actually, for the first six years of my life, I, I lived in Atlanta, and my parents had this basement, noisy basement, where they were working on an album. So I guess the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Oh. But they they did a, a a really rock and roll oriented version of breakdown by tom petty so that song has just been like huge you know iconic for me your whole life um, yeah. yeah yeah so that might have been one I, there's i mean he's got so many just a, he's an incredible songwriter so many hits it's it's hard to say i'd have to go back and watch the video yeah we had uh we had our episode where bring rock and roll heaven back in but we were challenged to uh pick the top five songs from each member of the traveling Wilburys, if they were, if you were magically able to get them all back together from their own project or solo career, and then five from the Wilburys, and you just can't whittle Tom Petty down to. No, it was. You know, I couldn't. I couldn't get past eight for the longest time. I just had to make hard decisions right before airtime. There's, yeah. there's just, there's just so many, you know. There's, yeah. Um, is his legacy still prevalent in that? Because I mean, you're only like 70 miles away from Gainesville, which was where Gainesville he was. Yeah. is. is yeah, that um, still prevalent. You know, being in Jacksonville, Leonard Skinner seems to be the topic of conversation, usually in the smoky old bar rooms. But uh, Tom Petty is probably, without a shadow of a doubt, the second most common name that you hear, and that's just because. The legacy he left behind, and of course, being in close proximity, it's it's huge. I really, I, I think he did a, a lot of awesome things. 
Yeah. Well, speaking of Leonard Skinner, I just heard an interview with Artemis Pyle where he talked about the the plane crash and everything. Speaking of great mm-hmm. and interesting names. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that the uh, so P- Petty had a, an out, a band called Mud Crutch first, and they they seemed to be much more in the vein of like a southern rock band than the Heartbreakers were. The Heartbreakers were more of a I don't want to smooth. Say yeah. Yeah. Rock pop, the rock. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, so would Mud Crunch be more uh, rockabilly? It's it's more, you know, thirty eight special. Um, okay, yeah. Blues rock kind of. Yeah. Um, brothers. I mean, you still hear a little bit of, I guess, or well, maybe the Heartbreakers are more rockabilly in a way because you definitely hear a little bit of that country, but you also hear it's like country with hard rock, yeah. but. You know, it's like country that slams, but is also more, you know, I don't know. It's just, well, I think yeah. not, that's not rockabilly, though, really. That's a different yeah. Okay. kind of. Yeah, like well, I'm, uh, okay. I'm, I'm a little bit of a poser rep when it comes to music because that's not no, my, the, uh, my base. If, if I'm sitting I, around the house, I'm listening to a book, not a mu- not music usually. So, and you're yeah. probably much smarter than most of us. Canary, I actually correct yeah. autocorrect sometimes, <laughs> yeah. but I argue with autocorrect. It's like, no, Would you're you, wrong. Contradictory or dictionary? <laughs> right. Yeah. Cody, I think it speaks to uh, the guy, my boss at work. He says, mm-hmm. it's not, you know, whether or not you like petty, it's like, which petty do you like? Because right. they're diff- you know, there's different areas. There's of the so many possibilities. Solo stuff. A lot of dynamics. Yeah, yeah you, some things you do, you have no. I had no idea they were Tom Petty when we were doing yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. But so he would do uh, like okay. So the album he did with Rick Rubin was a concept album, Wildflowers. So I, I'm wondering when you went sat down and started to write the songs for your album. What you are your influences? Pretty pretty much just threw a bunch of garbage together and and no, I'm just kidding. You know, it's the cover. The cover for the album is it's it's interesting. It's it's called Around the Bend. So you got a train coming around the bend. So cool, right? But uh, it, it's 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 got some. It's a Velvet Underground song. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's some little things, and I, I won't point out the details because you, you know I, I like I like to leave it open to interpretation. But you know, it can come down to numbers or just little nuances on, on the cover that relate to a lot of things throughout the songs. The common themes I, I would say would be, it, it, it opens up with train tracks, which is, you know, it's loosely based on the death of my grandfather. He was struck by a train riding a motorcycle on May 25th, 1974. Mm-hmm. And yeah, brutal, right? They identified him by his snakeskin boots. How cowboy is that? So they, 21 years later on that day, I was born, so May 25th, 95. Wow. So basically like a, a child to adult lifespan. So I do, we do share the same first name, although Rhett is my middle name and, and what I've gone by. But yeah, so it opens up with that. And then the rest of the songs are kind of like a catalog from, you know, various compositions I did for the last four years really relating a, a lot of it relates to depression seems to be a common theme not just in millennials but all over these days and uh, 
really kind of rising up from the ashes, fatherhood and trying to to make make things different, trying to, you know, strive to strive with every effort to be better. And that's why it ends with mm-hmm. New Year's Day and, and the opportunity to try again. So the train tracks, it's a little bit of a one-off throughout it. You you hear the relationship struggles, the sadness, the the happiness of of having, you know, everything that I have. And it's a it's a lot more of a, a sentimental and emotional piece as opposed to a lot of my other side projects. So it's been fun. Yeah. I think my oh, fascination God. with trains when I was young kind of drew me to Johnny Cash. Actually. Oh, yeah. I hear that train coming. Yeah. <laughs> You'd sing it Classic. every week when that show come on. Yeah. yeah. You said around the bend right there. Rolling around the bend. How about that? Yeah, I've actually, you know, there's there's three songs on the album. Here's another one of those little threads where I use the 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 phrase around the bend in a different context. So, you know, around the bend is in, hey, I'm coming around the bend, around the bend, like I'm still, you know, I'm stuck under it or... Gosh, got to think of what the other around the bend is that that fits in there, you know, time wise mm-hmm. in a fashion of if you're in not not just visually seeing something come around the bend, the but the future, what the future holds. So, yeah. And, and you hear a lot of a lot of those older country singers, Johnny Cash, you know, there's plenty more. John Prine even has has a lyric around the bend. So it's. It just kind of stuck, yeah. resonated. Yeah, it's a good uh, Velvet Underground, like I mentioned too, had train coming. Yeah, Velvet Underground. Yep, around. Yep, train coming around the bend. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just one more, th- one more thing about New Year's Day, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. But you allude to talking about twelve months. Twelve months. You know, you might get to these resolutions in twelve months, and that's kind of like projecting. You know, people that ha- that have melancholy or depression you know sometimes they're very slow to cope to go about confronting it or, or taking care of it and am i wrong to say that you know the, the reference to 12 months and that song was kind of you know referencing that uh, dynamic feeling or I, I'd like say like a 12 step time period of a year i thought yeah mm-hmm. well yeah, yeah. Time um Mm-hmm. It, it's yeah. I'd say it, it's spot on. You know, a lot of people talk about seas, seasonal affective disorder, and I and, have that. Yeah, so where, where you're not getting enough sunlight to to your retina, right. basically your serotonin in your brain is lower than what it what it, you know normally would be. I actually, for some reason, in the winter, I, I seem to thrive. I'm a bit happier. It's when like spring and and summer hit for some reason. I don't know if it's like a delayed reaction, but uh, spring and and summer and beginning of fall, I'm just on edge and it's it's hard for me to keep focused and you know get all the negative thoughts out. But you know the twelve months and just starting over is it's always been a cycle. It's not and everything in life is. I think it's not just one uh, repetitious thing you know it's it's got these little things that happen throughout and it's not you know it's not like oh sunday september 13th i'm gonna be sad again but it is it is kind of this sporadic cycle to where every year you know you say it'll be different you say i'm gonna stop drinking i'm gonna stop gambling i'm gonna stop smoking cigarettes you know 
whatever your vice may be, uh, I suppose too much of anything is bad for you, but it, it does allude to the fact that it, it is a continuous cycle. And, you know, so, someday I hope when someone says they're going to stop doing something negative, they stick to it and it becomes 12 months after 12 months of, mm-hmm. you know, staying away from those vices. But ultimately, no, I, I would say that's spot on, Phil. Yeah. It's, it's no, why they do it uh, one day at a time. I, one from other songs, I got uh, Loss, Death, Renewal, and then, so are you in recovery? I'm a good friend of, of Bill W. So, you know, it, it, recovery is a, sh- a strong middle name in, in my family. It's kind of one of those things where they say hereditary, you know. Yeah my my mother has and my dad he'll drink a case of beer but he's still awesome but my my mother she she is she was in programs as I was growing up and you know I went to a program in high school and I was in there for three months and it's it was late late high school but it's been a constant struggle throughout you know if I if I start to drink it's it's kind of hard to find that find the bottom of, of the bottle, I guess, because you keep, mm-hmm. you know, I, I keep yeah. wanting it. I don't, I don't know when to stop. I did you know, notice of that course, in, in your songs, you have like, you have Sam Stone, you have Sleep It Off, Whiskey and You, even New Year's Day yeah. has a drinking theme to it. Right. Right. So it's clearly, it's something, it's something that's always on, on the brain, but, you know, growing up and, and being, you know, now that I'm, I'm 16 and I got three kids, it's, I'm sorry. <laughs> now that I'm, now that I'm, a, I just shaved my face and my wife is like, yeah, <laughs> my, you know, I, I've got, I've got three daughters, all girls. And I would say that's probably more sobering than uh, any program I've ever yeah. been to. Yeah. yeah so um, you gotta be sober so, when you're sitting on the porch with a shot, cleaning a shotgun when your daughter's yeah, first date. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when I'm pull, pulling the, the firing pen out of a nine millimeter, you, you don't want to, you don't want to be under the influence. So yeah, it's uh yeah. You it, gotta have a steady um, hand with that grenade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise I'll take us both down. So <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's it's funny that you mentioned that. I, I actually never paid attention to that that theme, the substance theme. But now that you say it, it's definitely there. But I've I've had I've had great support and and great you know great influences around to keep me going and do what I need to do. Just gotta put yeah, down I those things. Cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> somebody just to just to illustrate, somebody once asked me, a friend of mine at work asked me uh, if my family had ever owned slaves. Slaves, and I said, no, they just owned bottles. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks uh, for sharing that, by the way. I mean, that's, yeah. uh, you know, it takes, yeah, uh, thank you. takes courage yeah, to take I mean, on something yeah. like that. Going back in time, the, the men in my family, just substance, subs, you know, substance, mostly alcohol until you get to, like, my brother, who exper- yeah. who has experimented with just about everything possible. So why don't we go ahead? I'd love to play another song that we really enjoyed. Aaron's alluded to it a couple of times already, so I think that he really liked it as well. And that's Sleep It Off. And we'll go ahead and have our commercial break after that concludes. Then we'll come back and mm-hmm. talk a little bit more with Rhett.
Searching for a way to pray Curse it follows me to bed As if it follows crumbs of bread cheap thrills save me from this hell within my head so I sleep it up instead Me, 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 me. Uh, what you me, doing me, there, hon? You, 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 you. 
I'm getting the pipes ready because I'm getting ready to submit my resume to MTS management because I'm going to be a social influencer, singer, songwriter. I'm going to take the world by storm. And and Pedro promoter. And hmm. Pedro promoter, yes. Let's not forget that. Well, just think of all the great artists we've had on the mm-hmm. podcast. We've had yeah. Ludlow Creek, Benita. Yes. yes. Rhett Wicker, uh-huh. Stephanie Strange, Ananda, Vina, Shaka. It's a fabulous resource of oh, guests no, for your from- podcast. Mm-hmm. If you're like me, born with immense talent and don't know what to do with it, channel it through MTS Management. That's MTS Management Group. And tell Michael that, yeah, uh uh-huh, sent you. Yeah, uh uh-huh. MTS Management. They'll work for you. Are you a big golfer? Am I a good golfer? Big. Are you a big golfer? Like when when Ken is... An average-sized golfer, I think. Huh? I I probably golf once, twice a month. Okay. Uh, I know a big golfer. Where yeah. I, come from. yeah, I know. At one point, Ken was was golfing two or three times a week. Yeah. He would go to work, you know, log himself in, and then go golf. <laughs> nice. I like mm-hmm. golf. I do like golf, but mm-hmm. golf everybody I've like ever him. golfed with is like, well, we got to get up at six a.m. because we got to get out there before all the pros come out because they'll get pissed off if they're waiting for you. No one nah, nah. And that's so, kind of I've their way a- of saying. Waiting for you, meaning Philip. There was just too many <laughs> rules to it, and too many like. There's a lot of rules. It's yeah. It's, it's just a. Is, it's a hike that's yeah. interrupted with wailing on a ball every every so often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, by too many, uh, he means too many rules involved with him going golfing. You know, like they wanted uh, to get up at six a.m. Philip is not a morning person, as you may have yeah. noticed when we were out there, Aaron. Yeah, we went to Las Vegas and California on vacation back in October. Brett and Aaron was our our host. He rented a car and drove us everywhere in LA. He was amazing. Well, I, I picked nice. them up in Vegas where they started and then drove right. them to LA. <laughs> well, yeah. What, what is that? Probably seven, eight hours? What's the what's the distance uh, there? Well, the way we stopped often enough, yeah, yeah it's probably seven, but it's, yeah. it's usually about five. Okay. Yeah, that's I stayed out in Bakersfield for a little bit. It was like the armpit of California, yeah. but uh, yeah, but LA LA was awesome. I, I loved I loved being in LA. Never been to Vegas, so that'd be a, a good one. Yeah. As far as the golf, that's the one with the rack the rackets, right? There's a lot of rackets. Often there's a place <laughs> with the rackets near the golf. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's an expensive sport. All my friends are, go out golfing. I'm like. Yeah. I've, I've Look, got I'll, one day when I grow up, when I grow up, I'll. <laughs> yeah. Most of my clubs are like twenty years old and uh, thirty-four bucks to walk eighteen holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. I definitely two dollars a hole, a little less than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and there's a set of golf clubs at our local thrift store. We go to two or three different thrift stores on a regular basis just because I like to thrift. And Philip found out yeah. he could get his wardrobe for next to nothing. In fact, a there lot of his T-shirts, not the one he's wearing, but a lot of his T-shirts he, he finds at the thrift store. Oh, we've got a yeah. Beatles where they're walking across the, the road. Abbey Road. Yeah. yeah, we've got the Abbey Road T-shirt. And he got that for what? It's like bucks? the coolest thing I've ever found at a yeah, thrift yeah. store. And he got that for like five bucks in perfect condition. <laughs> So, that's awesome yeah. i got a nice black and white abbey road shirt but i think it's probably from walmart or something yeah, <laughs> yeah well yeah. you know hey but i love the thrift i i love i i, I love thrift shopping as well i i 
I, I, I was in the car business for four or five years and mm-hmm. the first pair of actual nice shoes I got was a, a pair of Johnson and Murphy's, you know, really nice shoe. I found it, at a, found them at a thrift store for five bucks. I was Excellent. like, all right. Yeah. He hasn't cool. spent more than 195 bucks. Yeah. I, he hasn't spent more than six bucks on a shoe. Um, yeah. A long time. Yeah. And I mean, he had I'm, never I'm gone a big thrifting. Fan. We got married and he got this new job and he had to upgrade his wardrobe. And we went to this Salvation Army and somebody had donated these suits that with with suspenders and everything was so cool. Very Michael J. Fox. And uh, that's awesome. I mean, they, were, they were next to nothing. And he got a full wardrobe and he was hooked. I I went to work and very family ties. Very, uh, very Michael P. Keaton. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Michael P. Keaton. And, and of course, you know, back when the show was on, I was like, you know, (laughs) it started catching on. I got the the guy I worked with started wearing suspenders too. It was like a show of solidarity. And then Uh Bev and Meg started going around behind us. And they take her suspenders and snap. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, and, and and he didn't. It makes me think of the guy in office space. That would be great. Doesn't he have? Yeah, that would be great. Suspenders? You could get me those TPS yeah. reports. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in on Saturday. Right, right. <laughs> Peter. Yeah. And, uh, and, like and a rubber band will work except you're wearing it. He's wear the button ones. I sewed buttons on all. And he, if he bought new pants, I would sew buttons on the pants. So that he could wear the suspenders on all of his pants and not just, you know. But it's, it's more gangster. Right. It is. They're making a comeback. Yeah. 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 It's more gangster yeah. to have buttons. Yeah. Suspenders are. Yeah, uh, but at a certain age and, and not to call things out, but a certain girth, you start to look more Wilford Brimley than Michael P. Keaton. <laughs> not to say that I don't love my husband. Yeah. Okay. Very much. When you start talking but, and your thumbs are like right, yeah. When you got that, yeah, or, or you're standing <laughs> in the front, <laughs> or you're standing on the front. It's classy. Things like Real classy. Uh, <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> um. Oh, I did want to ask, how old are your girls? Let's see. Five. One will be two in February, and then uh-huh. the other one is six months. Ah. Uh, so you know you got my grandkids well, are older than all your kids. You're, you're gonna have uh, They're a blast. In ten years, you're gonna have a lot of fun. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm gonna spend a lot of money. Well, if, as if it's not already you an might, expensive gig. But... You might just want to invest in feminine products now. Right. Yeah, yeah, feminine products, cryptocurrency, something will something will stick. So, yeah, uh... yeah. You might, be, uh, you might yeah. be doing a show on cryptocurrency. I, I would invest in the Diva Cup if I were but, you. Let's get back, let's get back to the album. <laughs> Around the bend, I, I agree. Yeah. During COVID, everybody mm-hmm. was shut in, and now you know I'd like to say things are opening up, but with Omicron, it's not been. It's been, it's, it's been a roller coaster. But I think you know yeah. the, the the sun is rising over the horizon a little bit. Mm-hmm. And do you plan to? Do you like doing live performances? And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I actually, you know, before COVID, I, I was really consistent with playing out four or five days out of the week and it, it was a blast after COVID it, it made it a little bit tougher had to find other avenues which are out there for anybody looking for them as of lately I, I've been playing out a lot more not quite as much as I used to but I've, I've been getting out and doing 
you know, two, two or three nights a week at, at local bars just to keep the passion going, you know, and also make a little something. So right. will you be doing some sort of tour or some, some, something to support the album when it comes out or. So it, it all really depends on the public response. I've always said, whether I get $10 from this album or whether I, you know, I, I make 200,000, which is I'm, I'm sure $10 is, yeah, $10 sounds more likely, but it's, it will certainly determine how the future of that goes. I do have an album release party that will be held at 1904 Music Hall here in Jacksonville on May 27th. And then that's set in stone as, as for the rest, I suppose the future will, the future will tell. So. Aim higher than the $10. Party be available online? (laughs) 20. Yes. It won't be able to get there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so it, it, it'll be available on all the streaming platforms as well as youtube these days i don't i don't think cds are relevant i think i'd have better time selling a vinyl so i yeah. i may it's i may on the artwork uh, in the booklet exactly we, we exactly. actually don't own a cd player right now yeah i don't only i can't say that i do you have There's a blu-ray player or a dvd player <laughs> we do, but I we don't even know where it is. Then you do have a CD player. Yeah, we, we have well, we have ah. a PS what four. Yeah, well, of okay. course we got. A you CD know where player, it is, but we don't. Yeah, you know, we don't have like a oh. stereo setup. You know? We don't yeah. have CDs. <laughs> <laughs> we play yeah. them, play them on the. We usually computer. yeah we play through our phone or through um, mostly yeah we do. We we have digital. a couple of fancy speakers, and then we have Alexis. I don't want to say her real name because, you know, then she'll she'll, respond. Yeah, Yeah, right. right. She'll report us. Honestly, as much as Philip says Alexis, I'm surprised she doesn't answer to it already. (laughs) If you look up um, SNL uh, Alexis Silver, okay? SNL Silver Edition, you know, it is, it's, it's, it's hilarious if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm not ready type of uh, uh yeah you know, no no i'm, I'm just ready for the home just yet no but you do but occasionally i had a, I had a seasonal affective more. disorder point actually yeah, i wanted right. to get back to well that's me but but yeah i i have to take special vitamin d because i'm not supposed to be in the sun very much it's dark here now by 5 p.m yes, in southern and California. i well i'm irish i have redhead dna rampant redhead if i'd married a redhead i would have redhead i would have had redheaded children almost like the likelihood was is like 80 percent. and then also i'm on medication that is contraindicated for sunlight yeah okay that's so it's like like a vitamin d sufficiency type bird and i make sure i get lots of leafy greens and the whole nine yards and then I take a weekly vitamin D supplement. It's organic. It's it's actually supplement. There's the word. Yes, supplement. Supplement. Okay. We yeah. have that's um an album over over the summer, mm-hmm. and he was very he he said he wanted something to hold. You know, yeah. he, he's of our age. You know, he wanted the album. He wanted the CD. It's always been his dream. You know, because we mm-hmm. grew up in an age of physical media, but you're you're a millennial right yeah there it hey, is. i suppose i fall into that category one of them one of the <laughs> z's 
Y's or the <laughs> Y's or the Omicrons or We're actually, <laughs> all three of us are Gen X, but I only missed it by like six months. You're I'm not, oldest. You're not, you're not encumbered <laughs> with this physical media fixation, I guess. I mean, uh, the, or do you like the visceralness of an wrong? album? Yeah. You, you should see my vinyl collection and my wife's response every time those little slender packages show up in the mail. So, so yeah, I'd say I'm a I'm a big fan of of physical media. You know, I, I had a big Blu-ray collection, and I ended up I realized wow, this is taking up a lot of space, and I got rid of pretty much everything except I could not bring myself to get rid of you know the the concerts that I had on Blu-ray. I I, I just I can't part with them. Do I ever watch them? No. <laughs> is it possible? I, sh- possible I stream like, them. Yeah. Is it possible to like load them onto something like a, I don't know, like a card or whatever? So actually there's so many awesome with technology these days, there's so many awesome platforms. There's one in particular that I use as a a media server. My my best friend actually has a server at his house and we share this, we Mm -hmm. share this, this server over, you know, through whatever connections satellites or whatever yeah. <laughs> and it, it it hosts all of this media that we've it, you pretty much any you know if you want to watch godfather part one two and three it's it's there so it's it's taken the place of physical media quite a bit just because the accessibility is so much easier i don't have to get up and put a disc in as opposed right. to just clicking a couple buttons but yeah I definitely Dapa predicted this in the in the early eighties, if you've ever listened to the interview picture disc. No, I haven't actually. That'd be a good one to look at. Whatever music you want will be readily available. You will just press a button. Okay. I thought you said, I I thought you said ABBA. No, Zappa. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. I was like, so no, that's. You can tell by the voice, the voice I did there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, as soon as you said, yeah, music will be accessible via these little, yeah. He called that spot on. He predicted quite a few things. He's a really smart guy. We we got a Synology box where we can, we, we kind of use it as EVR. And uh, I know Aaron and I used to mess around with the DYN DNS where we'd be able to, you know, we had a storage that we could access over the internet. So a lot of those things we've, I know I've abandoned, you know, I don't, I don't, really, yeah. I don't really do that anymore. But so I know we're going to see, well, Christmas presents to Lisa was we're going to have a meet and greet with Weird Al. We're going to go to a concert in Dayton to see Weird Al Yankovic. Dayton, Ohio. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're going yeah. to meet him. So she's a huge fan and they share a birthday. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So she tries, her goal is yep. to mention him in every episode. <laughs> yes. You know, I think it's I think it's great. Yeah. Prince, Prince re- forbade him from ever releasing a recording based on one of his uh, songs. Would you, I mean, I personally, if I were a musician, one of my, you know, I mean, let's say I was John Legend. Are you leading the witness I, before you ask the question here? <laughs> <laughs> sure. But I mean, I think you get it. Uh, uh, sure, John Legend, Legend is an EGOT, but I think he should be an EGOTA. So when Rhett, when <laughs> Rhett Wicker breaks and becomes a superstar and he gets and Weird Al approaches him with the proposition that he's going to take your greatest hit and he's going to convert it into a Weird Al song. Or any of your songs. Where, where do you stand on that? <laughs> yeah. Beef's 
Stu uh, Year's Day or something comes out. Yeah, yeah Stu Year's Day. Yeah, where he, he makes really tasty soups for 12 months. That's how long they they simmer. So that, <laughs> that, that, that'd be, I suppose I'll have to talk to my lawyer. But, uh, you know, <laughs> as far as Weird Al, if he were, I'd be honored. I, I think it'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah, get that I'd accordion going. Have then. a parody. Yeah, I, I think it'd be yeah. my One of my earliest memories with Weird Al is... You know, I was an avid Star Wars fan growing up. So, my, my, this year, Anakin guy, maybe Vader someday yeah. later, but now he's a small fry. So, the, uh, yeah, the American he has Pie an older Yoda so. version. He has an older Yoda. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yep. You are, so you know your stuff there. But yeah, that's, I, I, I think it'd be, because <laughs> mm-hmm. without saying, yeah, no, yeah. I'd, I'd be honored. I'd say, yeah. sure. Yeah. Let's make news through Year's Day. Right. I mean, and and he is, he's been around since the 80s. He's a Grammy Award winner. He plays multiple instruments, most of which he self-taught. So, you know, I mean, he really lists some right. of his... We can uh, stop drilling. We, we, struck, we struck oil with Weird Al. I know, I'm just, you know. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. I give it all up. Easy. In hopes that he's going to be there, but if not, I think we're still going to do an episode on him. Okay. But... So, as a father of three, what do you consider the greatest lesson your kids have given you? Patience. You know, I'm sure we were all told there's there's one of them in the in the back, probably the tiniest one. She's probably hungry right now. Mom is taking care of it. Yeah. Thank God. So we're not um, hearing that. Just so you know. Oh, that that's good. I'm surprised. I need to get a better microphone. So. Yeah, I would say I would say patience. You know, it it's one of those things where I'm sure our moms all told us one day you're going to have a kid and it's just going to be just like you. And I'm really feeling that it's it's hitting me right in the abdomen. But you know, I would say aside from patience, as corny as it is, love. You never know that you could love someone so much and and really have that sense of protect protectiveness or you know protection so it's um i would say those are probably my two biggest ones yeah well and and if we ever do make it to jacksonville apparently you make great pancakes so (laughs) (laughs) yes the youtube video yeah yeah Yeah. he your daughter yeah that reagan yeah (laughs) yeah she yeah, she's she's a big fan fan of the pancakes that we put together. So it's been more of a waffle kick lately. Although I gotta say, mm-hmm. hey, waffles, I'm okay with both. <laughs> yeah, they're both pretty similar to me. So <laughs> yeah, the recipe's not that far off. So yeah, it can't be. Maybe yeah. we'll start winding it down a little bit here and go okay. around the room. And Aaron, do you have anything? Uh, any more questions for Brad or anything you want to do? Yeah. Yeah, what time does it get dark in Florida right now? <laughs> right now, it's been a, it's been that that five thirty six o'clock sweet spot. You guys are on Eastern time, right? So, we are. or uh, yeah. well, you we, are, yeah. And are. then and then you're over, you're Western, they're, right, Aaron? Yeah, but they're farther west in the Eastern time zone, so yeah. it, gets, it gets dark well, later there. And yeah, no, it, it's been really. about five thirty six o'clock here. It's yeah. about four. 40, 4.45 to 5 o'clock. Here. That yeah, is we're, Actually, scary. Florida is in the same time zone as us. Yeah. 
but yeah. as far as the sun, you're still farther west. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. It, it's a yeah. little later than five. It's a little, you know, I'm driving home and it's, it's, it's going down at five, you know, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. not. Yeah. At, at five here, it's, it's black. That's mm. crazy. That's, yeah. uh, it's very Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait till time changes again. Yeah. And, and it should stay that way. Yeah. <laughs> so what time I, does I, the sun come up? Uh-huh. Like uh, a little before seven right now, I think. Okay. So that's, Wow, they're kind of they're yeah, the work robbing. Day sucks up all the daylight. <laughs> yeah, you're getting uh, robbed by the sun. Yeah, but yeah. it's nice I mean, to be here. Yeah, sunrise wait. today, seven oh one. Sunset. No, it's getting later. It's five oh three. It was like four forty something last week. Two wow. Weeks ago. Wow. So I know that when I was brick and mortar, it was I would go into the building in the dark, and I would come out of the building in the dark. We had no windows. Yeah, that's terrible. Whenever the lights wow. would go out, they actually issued us flashlights. People shouldn't have to look. <laughs> Mind we still couldn't work, but at least... You got to scan could... your flashlight to get in. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I'm going to file charts with a flashlight. Not happening, management, <laughs> not happening. Of course, it was a hospital, yeah. so, you know, the lights came back on, but still, it was nice to have the flashlights. Yeah. Well, it's not our first rodeo, so I'm learning uh-huh. that I need to let Lisa ask a question before I attempt to close out the show. Yes, so, we are supposed to. So, Lisa, do you okay. have anything more for Ray? Because or? yours is the 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 cap question. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything that we didn't ask you that you would want us to, or anything that you wanted us to ask? Yeah. Well, yeah. Is there anything you wanted us to ask you that we didn't? Yeah, that's it. Okay. You know, at least when it comes to, I, I think a lot of people like to talk about themselves. I think I've I've talked about myself enough. It's been <laughs> actually, it's actually been nice to get to know a little bit about you guys and and what you do. Uh, and Aaron, you out there in the West, the wild wild west. So, no, I, I would say everything else can remain a mystery. Maybe someday someone will ask that question and maybe someday someone will care at that point. <laughs> but no, I think that's it. Well, we care. Do you have any uh, social media, any URLs, any resources that you'd like to share with the audience where they can learn more about, about you and your music? Absolutely. I tried to keep it pretty consistent. There's not many Rhett Wickers with an R-E out there. So uh, R-E-T-T-W-I-C-K-E-R. It's the same on everything. YouTube.com slash Rhett Wicker, you know, Facebook.com slash Rhett Wicker, RhettWicker.com. You can check out my Instagram handle at Rhett Wicker. (laughs) And uh, there's a little, you know, everybody's got the link tree these days to where you can access everything, the Spotify's, Apple Music's and all that good stuff. So as long as you just remember Rhett without an H and then Wicker without the mouse, W-I-C-K-E-R-M-O-U-S, then you're good. All right. Good luck with your upcoming album. Yeah. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks I so much. I hope it makes far, far past the $10 low bar. Uh, I hope to pull <laughs> pull in 50 at least. So We'll, we'll go out with mm-hmm. Dead and Buried mm-hmm. and go ahead. and Which is a way more positive song than you think, people. When you, um. <laughs> when you, when April comes around, birds start to chirp, mm-hmm. and the sun stays out a little bit longer, 
you'll be well positioned to go ahead and get this album for yourself. If yesterday's a memory and tomorrow's just a dream, then how the hell can I make sense of all that's in between? They say this is all for nothing. We only end up forgotten. Maybe I'm just ignorant, but then again, I don't know what that means. Maybe one day I could see all that I was meant to be. Through photographs and notebook paper scraps. But all of that seems meaningless. It disappears in the abyss. It's dead Not afraid to die. All my heroes did it first. But is there more to life than ending up in dirt? Some say this is all for nothing. We only end up. Forgotten. Maybe I'm just ignorant, but then again, I'm not sure what that means. Maybe one day I could see all that I was meant to be through photographs and notebook paper scraps. But all of it seems meaningless if it disappears in the abyss. Someone's distant memory Just a ghost inside a photograph But when it's burned or lost at sea Tell me how will they remember me I'm dead And buried We have socials Twitter. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Instagram. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Facebook. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Website. www.yeah-uh-huh.com. So let us know. Hit us back. Have a great week. Hey.